and welcome to the Soul Story Podcast. I'm so happy to have with me in studio today as we get ready for the holiday festivities. I have Yasmin Clinton. She is an educator, she is a poet, and she is an author. Yasmin, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yasmin, this is the time when, you know, people get ready for family celebrations, for parties. We get ready for Junkanoo in the Bahamas. We get ready for those traditional church services. But we want to talk today about what the holidays look like um, from a perspective of Luke 2 and 14. And in Luke 2 and 14, the scripture reads, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace goodwill toward men. And so, you know, sometimes people are afraid to participate in some of the holidays because of fear, um, because of hurt, because of anxiety. But let's look, let's talk um, today about peace and what peace means to us going into the holiday season. Well, I think uh, especially when we look at the reason for the season um, and we know that Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace, Mm. then when we make that connection, we can really appreciate the experience of peace through our relationship with Christ and what that offers to us. Because we know that the holidays is not always a, a joyful season for every person. You know, there are people who have experienced loss, people who are without families. And so how do they get to the same peace? And I think the core of the message of the season should be that Jesus Christ is the peace. Mm. So it's not that we're finding peace through the people, but it's that the peace of Christ himself, the gift of his life, and what we what we know about what he says about us, that we are worthy of the sacrifice of his life, that we can find peace in our existence in the day-to-day. We can find peace during this this time of the year. We can find peace any time of the year because of our relationship with him and being grounded in who he says we are. So there is a peace that we find through our lived experience with Christ that uh, I think is really the core of why we're celebrating this season. And and you're so right with that, um, looking to Jesus as the source of our peace, right? Because one of the things I think we have replaced um, during the holidays, peace or feeling good about ourselves with, is the gift-giving aspect of it. Um, This is where we, um, sometimes there are people that we don't even particularly like, but we feel obligated to buy them a gift, right? (laughs) Um, And often this shows up at work when you have the secret Santa and you pick somebody's name that you're like, oh my gosh, really? I should have picked somebody else's name. And so then you either overcompensate um, by trying to um, be courting um, uh, and have a fake peace yeah. uh, with um, just trying to, you know, um, give gifts. And so when we look at gift giving as a form of uh, avoiding the deep work that we often require in search for peace, how how do you think or, or what, would you, what would you say to somebody who is trying to seem peaceful, to seem at peace, but, but by hiding their insecurities, their anxieties um, behind materialistic things? Um, I think I would say 
that they have a false sense of peace. And when we have a false sense of peace, it's easy to try to negotiate with external or try to like make contracts with external things in hopes that they would bring peace. And so I'm giving you this gift in the hope that you will accept the gift and it will be what you need so that I can have a peace about getting you the right thing or I can have a peace about you thinking well about me. So I may not like a person in my office and I get them a gift and when they see the gift, I am at peace because I thought, oh, I got the best gift. And so it's my sense of self-worth that is on the line. And so that's why I'm overcompensating, not because I have this internal peace of, who I am is enough, who I am is grounded in Christ. And so I don't have to overcompensate to get you this gift to feel at peace within myself. I can just get you a gift and be okay with the gift that I've given you, knowing that I am at peace with my creator. And so I would never give you something that he would not give to you Mm. because I'm going to the peacemaker to resolve whatever issues we may have because we know that God is intentional. So if I received your your name, then mm-hmm. there is a reconciliation that can mm-hmm. lead to peace through the gift I'm giving you. I just love that word reconciliation because you're right. Um, we often give out of our own space, our own yeah. capacity. And so if we have that peace within, it is so much more easier for us to genuinely reflect that um, or to give out of that space. Um, in Philippians 4, you know, we are reminded to rejoice in the Lord always, um, which means that I'm not just going to be rejoicing because I got that Tiffany bracelet that I wanted <laughs> or I got that Tory Burch handbag that I wanted, but my, my, my gratefulness and my gratitude and my happiness is in the Lord. And it says, I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We talk about this peace that you've been talking about, that transcends what's happening at us um, around us. I'm reminded of that text where they were in the water and um, Jesus comes and, and there was a storm going on and he brings peace to that situation. And so similarly, many of our listeners are in a boat where things seems unstable, where they are looking for peace and, and Christ is there speaking peace over them, but they're not able to receive it. How do we really, like, in the midst of all that's going on, Yasmin, how do we pause? And Because it's available. Yeah. The problem is sometimes because it's not as tangible as we would like, how do we reach for that peace in the midst of chaos? So I think, like, if we look at it as our life is the boat. Right. And Jesus is in the boat. Mm. Then the peace is in us. Mm. So if I have said in my life, I receive Jesus as my savior, then that means there is an indwelling of peace within Mm. me. Do I fully believe that the peace resides in me? Or Mm. do I think the peace is external and that the only way I can see the storm stilled 
is by going to the external, trying to um, maybe gather the sails or trying to navigate the storm rather than going to the peace that dwells within. And how do I get to the peace that dwells within? Well, I think that comes by believing. Wow. That comes by believing. Because if I don't believe the peace is within, I will never allow the peace to rise Mm -hmm. to meet the storm. Mm That, that is so powerful because when the prophetic word um, was coming, it was being announced that, you know, the Prince of Peace was coming um, and peace and goodwill toward men. It's funny because as he was leaving, he says to his disciples, Jesus says to his disciples in John 14 and 26 through 27, peace, I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And and that is so profound because we can't be looking outside the boat, like you said, for the peace. I I, I have to be um, cognizant and I have to receive that I already have the peace. I may not want to believe it, but the peace is present with me. It's not out there, so it's not, I'm not going to get peace when I get everything that I have on my list. You know, I'm not going to just be receiving peace when um, things line up, but the peace is already present. Despite what's happening with the water around me, despite what's happening with the circumstances surround me, I have peace. And so that's just that's that's so important that analogy that you gave um, about us um, remembering that peace is in the boat. Yes, but we we're, we're saying this because in saying this, we're saying this, um, having tapped into that peace that I talked about that surpasses all understanding. Right? When we go back to a time in our life when we didn't really yeah. grasp hold of what was there, like, um, and, and we wanted to not believe that, you know. I, I, I do identify that for some mother out there, for some woman out there, for some student out there, for some professional out there um, who whose coins aren't adding up. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They have kids looking for l- looking for a reflection of, of their love in gifts, you know, how they may be disturbed, how they may be um, unsettled or anxious about what's, what's going to happen on December 25th when they don't have anything new or anything interesting under the tree or they don't have that thing requested uh, under the, the Christmas tree. As you look over your life, Yasmin, how do we, and you think about all of the gifts that you've gotten that wasn't under the Christmas tree, what are some of the gifts that come to mind when you think about things that, that you saw God in them mm. in the midst of the chaos but didn't look like something to be packaged under the tree. What, what, what sort of gifts comes to mind when you think of the goodness of God um, unpackaged under a tree? Hmm. I think for, for me, actually, I didn't grow up with the tree um, as a staple. Because okay. um, my mom... When we went to a church where we didn't mm-hmm. really do Christmas, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so but my family did, and what I realized that was the most important thing for me because I often didn't get gifts in the traditional mm-hmm. way, but the gift for me was belonging. Mm. Yeah, well, that's powerful. So that's that's yeah. something that they can. Um, 
and that's an extension of peace. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. For me. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I jumped in. No, 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 that's fine. Um, so I think that sense of belonging to a community mm. is really important developmentally for kids. Mm -hmm. And I would say to the young mother or the person in that doesn't have the coins adding up right, the gift that you can give to yourself, the gift that you can give to your children is that there is a place where you belong, mm. where you don't have to worry about if you fit in. There is a, there is a God that you can turn to that will never turn you away mm -hmm. no matter if you're short a quarter a dollar mm -hmm. 500 there is a sense of peace that you can find in belonging to this creator mm -hmm. that loves you where you are now and loves you into whom you are becoming oh wow that's that is beautiful. Um, and as you were sharing about that that place of belonging, I, I reflected um, on some of my gifts as well that weren't packaged under a tree. Um, it's the gift of having a child. You know, that that's a gift that, boy, I was like, you know, I, I, I got blessed twice. Yeah. Um, and the unexpected, you know. Um, and when I say unexpected in that, I just think of how many more more fit mothers there are, but yet God so mm -hmm. trusted me with, with these two kids. I also think of the gift of employment, you know, the yeah. gift of of health, you know, the gift of sanity. Um, Ooh, big one. Um, <laughs> and the gift of healing from a place of not being able to receive um, oh, man. peace. because You're pulling of, out all kind of hitters. Yeah, because of, of lack of awareness or lack of pride or lack of self-control. Um, just not even trusting that God was with me in the boat, like you talked about. Um, and and you, I, I mean, I'm just so excited that you talk about belonging because I think that's the one I'm going to want to make sure, highlight for my kids this year, that you belong to this community that absolutely adores you and, and the gift of affirmation. Yeah. You know, these things are priceless. Yeah. These things are, are priceless. The, the gift of an experience, the yeah. gift of, of a moment. Um, do you have another one you want I to I mean, I, even while you're saying that, just going back to, well, why do we celebrate this season? Mm -hmm. So the ultimate gift is God saw you as worthy enough mm -hmm. that he gave his son. Mm -hmm that if you would believe, you could receive not just the peace, but the unmerited favor and grace and mercy and love of God. And that that gift far surpasses any other mm -hmm. gift yes. you will ever receive mm -hmm. in your life mm -hmm. because that gift doesn't fade. It doesn't break. Uh, it's not conditional. Mm -hmm. And it won't wear away. Like you're, you won't lose interest in it mm -hmm. because you can't even measure the depth of it. Mm -hmm. And so I think being able to give that gift of the awareness of who Christ is to your children, yeah, to whomever you encounter. Because mm -hmm. sometimes we meet children and we have birth children mm -hmm. and then sometimes we have spiritual children because mm -hmm. I have quite a few. And so being able to tell them that 
the reason behind the season is so mm. that you know how well loved you are by God. Yes, yes. Then I think that kind of gift brings a peace that surpasses. Yes. Oh, yeah. all. all. <laughs> yes, all understanding. Listen, we are back next week. We are out of time, but we've got to confi- we've got to finish this on. Christmas Day next week and so um, Yasmin I think you have given persons with little coins some starting point you know that maybe you don't have all that you want to have financially to do what's under the tree but in your week in the week ahead leading up to Christmas next week you do have an opportunity to find moments to yeah. of affirmation moments of um, one of the key things that I'm reminded is I'm reminded as you were sharing is that I'm an evangelist mm. so I'm reminded to go and share the good news this week yes. and that's a gift that somebody may need Yes. Um, so Yasmin thank you for joining us this week and we are back next week Christmas Sunday yes thank you um, for having me to really ta- unpack a little bit more about this peace and goodwill towards all men.